You are listening to Salty Believer Unscripted. This is Salty Believer Unscripted. I'm Josiah Walker. I'm Brian Catherman. And today we are continuing our series on better tools for Bible study. Actually, this might be the conclusion of that series. I think we've covered a lot of tools. There's a lot more tools, but I think the podcast series has been going for, sure. for like a couple months. Well, I'm glad we're ending on this note. Um, in our last episode, we talked about the Jesus Storybook Bible. And today I'm pleased to talk about the biggest story, Bible Storybook. Man, Kevin DeYoung, that name, that title, it's a tongue twister. It, anyway, say it again. Yeah, it's the biggest story, Bible storybook, the biggest story, Bible storybook, written by Kevin DeYoung and illustrated by Don Clark. So unlike the illustrator for the storybook Bible, this guy has a last name. Woohoo! Uh, this just came out. This came out in 2021 copyright uh, by Crossway. And I think I have number 14 because I just I jumped on getting these. Because you got it these. as soon as it came <laughs> like, out. The second. Uh, they, they sent out some packets for Easter that had the Easter section of the storybook out for churches. And I just fell in love with it. And, and I bought a bunch of these for our church. So The color schemes in this with the people are, it is incredibly interesting. It's it, I like the artwork. If you like art, this is a different kind of art style. And I like it. Uh, I, really, I mean, this thing is kind of a... The color schemes are like really pleasing it, and really satisfying. It reminds me of like the old Disney movies of like Sleeping Beauty and stuff. Some of the pictures, the buy, the book that would start out at the oh, beginning of the old opened. cartoon movies yeah, kind and stuff. Of, I mean, it's per, like, it's it's very it's very the uh, drawings are unique. It's something else. You just very have to dramatic, see it, which hey, is hard if you're listening to a podcast and can't see it. I know, but it's amazing. But this is this is the Jesus storybook. Bible on steroids. Thank I mean, you, Kevin DeYoung. Which this, what would you expect from Kevin DeYoung? Oh yeah, no, this is phenomenal. I I love this. Um, they cover a lot more. You said the the storybook Bible didn't have a lot of uh, New Testament. This has this has everything. Well, this is hold on. Let's so this is uh, five hundred and thirty. Let's see, yeah. five hundred and thirty pages from start to finish. And, I mean, substantially bigger than the Jesus Storybook Bible. Yeah. There is more words per page on those 530. So you're talking about getting closer to a Bible, yeah. but still summarizing sections of the Bible, but organized. And so if you go to the table of contents, I love how it's organized. You want to break that down for us? Yeah, so it organized. The first part is the Pentateuch, and it's got stories from Genesis five books. to De- yeah. Deuteronomy. And uh, then part two is history, talking about Joshua through Esther. Then part three is poetry, which is Job through the Song of Solomon. Uh, part four is the prophets, Isaiah through Malachi. Okay, now pause right there. So far, that looks just like a general breakdown of how yeah. we would customarily break down the Old Testament. All right, carry on. Okay. Let's see if it looks that way right. for the New Testament. So part five, we got the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. That looks about right. And then part six is Acts and the Epistles. Mm, so this one gets a little off. Usually we put Acts separate as kind of a New Testament right. history or a narrative. However, that would... I mean, that you'd sort of have to do this. Okay, so Acts and the Epistles. So that goes Acts through Jude, is what that covers. And then part seven is Revelation. So this thing actually covers the whole Bible. And you have how many, let's see, 104 chapters through all those different pieces, which is phenomenal. I mean, that, yeah, that's really outstanding. if you did one story of this in a family worship, family discipleship a week, it would take you two years to go through this book. Yeah, which is, so. I mean, okay, so each one of these stories. So each, so you get to the beginning, you get a little introduction of the part. So here, oh, well, here's a note to parents at the beginning, and here's kind of how to use this. But then you get to this part one, and you get an introduction, the Pentateuch, Genesis through Deuteronomy. 
um, you know, he's talking about kind of what this is. Now, this doesn't get into a lot of the, as much of the detail, but basically Genesis is kind of the introductory material and Exodus is the thrust of that story. Right. And we walk through that and then that's what kind of leads us into and foreshadows into the rest of our Bible and headed to the New Testament. Genesis is sort of the origins or the backstory or the beginnings and then away you go. And then you go into the next section, the next section, the next section. So I go to the, I go to the you know, I, I turn to the next deal and it's, it's the creation account. It gives me uh, the section of scripture. There's a prayer at the end of this one, which I love. And you could read through this and get a summary that kind of hugs the scripture a little bit. You know, it stays close to that. A summary of that section of the Bible. Yeah. And so if the Jesus Storybook Bible, you know, is giving you an introduction and an overview, this is giving you a more detailed overview, not missing any parts. So you're using this now in... In the children's ministry, from what ages, kind of what ages do you think this really works well? Yeah, like I, I mentioned last week, we use the Jesus Storybook Bible from everyone through, from, you know, basically three years old through first grade. And then we use this picking up in second grade and going through fifth grade, which is such a vast range, I know. There's a lot of growth and a lot of development that happens from second grade through fifth grade. Um, but I think this Bible is just perfect for that age range. A little tough for most second graders to read it, yeah. but easy to have it read to them and understand. And then easily for probably third, fourth, fifth, yeah. probably mostly fourth, fifth, but third, fourth, yeah. and fifth should be able to read it and, yeah. and pick up on it. Again, engaging, fantastic artwork, which I think really helps kind of the draw and the appeal to it. Um, how, I mean, how would somebody use this as a Bible study tool? Is it kind of similar sure. to what we did in Jesus Storybook Bible last week? Yeah, you know, I as I mentioned in the Jesus Storybook Bible, they've got kind of some coloring pages and curriculum that go along with that. Um, there is some coloring pages for this this Bible here. I think uh, Crossway released about five or six kind of black and white uh, drawings from the That's stories. just a teaser though, right? Because aren't they putting out some curriculum I, I or think, workbook? I think Crossway is. I'd be surprised if they weren't. Um, but like I said, I just pulled the trigger and, and jumped on this right away because I knew we needed it in our church. We were just launching our second through fifth grade program for those kids. So what I did was I just bought some Bible coloring books to go along with it. Uh-huh. You know? Oh, that are just any, Yeah, just like, basic, just your basic Bible coloring. I think I bought like the biggest Bible coloring book, you know, off right, the interwebs. Right. You know, and I just, you read the story. The first one is, And So It Begins. And it's Genesis 1 through 2, so we, we, we actually read that story in, in, in class here on Sundays and, and read the prayer at the end of that section. And uh, I've got a coloring page that goes with that. And then they go to a pericope from within yeah. that section, right? So, so then, they're reading from the Bible. So then I have our teachers pick a pericope from Genesis 1 or 2. Hey, what's a pericope, Josiah? Yeah, For so our listeners to go, what are you It's going to be about? that little portion of Scripture that has a little header in it and kind of the, divides up the chapters. The heading was not yeah. in the original, right? Added yeah. for our convenience, yeah. but... Contained unit, divide it up. Yeah, little contained story, contained unit of thought. Yeah, so our teachers are will read that, and then they kind of have a my Bible study sheet that they go through that kind of walks them through. You know, what was the, what did we read, and what stood out? What questions do I have from that? What's the main point here? Yeah, and I just found that on the internet, which I think the teachers are writing that on a whiteboard for the little kids, so they can kind of copy it. And it's coming out from the bigger kids. They're talking through it. It's really great. Like I said, second through fifth grade is a wide range, but the kids actually work together. The older kids helping the younger kids, and, and they help them understand it. So we do that. And then, like I said, there's, you know, at the end of every section, you know, when they finish the book of Genesis, I printed out, I got a coloring book, too, that talks about all the books of the Bible. And it's kind of the same type of summary sheet. Oh, right, right. So that the kids can go through that and have a summary page for every book of the Bible. 
And uh, that's what we're doing here in our class, but that would be great for a family discipleship too. You know, you could print out a little Bible study sheet, read this story, and that helps because I'm sure at home you've got kids from what? Oh, <laughs> Three yeah. through teenager, you know? And the teenager might think, oh, that's kind of boring, but it helps them understand the Bible. And then when you read the pericope or a portion of scripture or even a chapter at home from that story, then you can talk through that and understand that better. So there is a... Uh... There's a ribbon, a nice ribbon in this Bible. I mean, this is a nicely bound, hard back with a ribbon. You could, in your household, put something like this on your coffee table. If you have kids, I guess if you had adults, it wouldn't matter. But you yeah. could you could use this devotionally, put it on your coffee table, and then once a week, read one of the stories, and then just move your ribbon to the next story, yeah. and read that story. But people would come and go, hey, what's this? And they'd open this beautiful book, and you'd have an opportunity maybe to talk about either the story you're in, or talk about the gospel in some way. or t- I mean, there's there's pieces there that it's just so interesting and engaging that I bet someone would pick it up and look at it. But you'd be using it to devotionally work your way through the whole story, uh, the whole Bible, and I think it'd be incredibly helpful that way. Well, I mean, I, I was wanting to use the excuse of reading it to my daughter just so I could read through it. Right. <laughs> right. I wanted to read through it. I mean, I... I There's just more than here. reasonable. It's so, more than reasonable. It's it's the kind of thing where you can add to it and, and do a bunch of coloring sheets and, and Bible study sheets, or you can just leave it on your kitchen table and, and read a story at dinner. It's really a good know? devotional if you think about it because it's just summarizing a big section of Scripture. So you could read it devotionally and go, okay, that's the summary of the big section of Scripture. You could go and read the Scripture having sort of that, oh, that's what that is, summary in your head. Yeah. And away you go. I mean, and we've talked about that before when you're, you know, trying to do some quiet time or personal Bible time in the morning. Sometimes it's hard to just, you know, wake up, pour your cup of coffee, and dive into numbers. Yeah, this might be your get your coffee into your into the system going book. Uh, So it is great. What would you change if you could if you could change any? If you could call up Crossway or Kevin DeYoung, and and we say this with the utmost respect, what would you do differently? So. I, I really like this one. I, I love how much more is here. I love that there's a prayer at the end of every section. I love that, you know, it just does more of the Bible stories. You know, there's, there's a lot more here. It talks about the Pentateuch and what that is. It talks about the epistles. I like that. And I don't want to sound like a broken record, but just like with the Jesus Storybook Bible, I think it'd be cool to have some questions or some family dis- discipleship appendix here at the end of like digging deeper. You know, so when you read the Valley of Dry Bones from Ezekiel, what are some conversation questions the we can have? Pictures for that is awesome, <laughs> yeah, by it, the way. It's, it's pretty legit. It's, yeah, it's a little frightening, but I like it. Um, but to be able to talk about that further, or the fiery furnace, you know, what was the point of that, and how does this point us to Jesus? And being able to just a couple icebreaker questions, just to help someone kids, who's you know? struggling. If you took this and combined it with the life connections, I know, study right? Bible. Like you need just that. <laughs> so here's what I would change. I would change the title. I know it's a. I, it doesn't flow. It's a mouthful. Biggest story Bible storybook. What did you? What did you say? The biggest I story Bible. I say the biggest story Bible story. I don't know. It's hard to biggest say. Story it's, like a, it's a tongue twister. Uh, the biggest story. I mean, you can just shorten it. Yeah. Or the Bible or the storybook. I don't know. Uh, otherwise, I really like it, and I, I'm looking forward to seeing how. Since we just started with this. Uh, yeah. How my younger kids do with it. Uh, I hate to say it, but I think it would actually be pretty good for teenagers. I have a teenager, and it seems kind of a little more enthralling, but it's not just, you know, the action comic book Bible. It's, for sure. It's, you know. It, 
and that's a good one too. But this one, I feel like for teenagers, they might not feel like they're reading such a kid Bible. You know, the, the Jesus Storybook Bible is kind of written to a younger audience. Yes. I think Kevin DeYoung did a great job at, at covering a wide range of children. Where I feel like I could read this to my three-year-old, but then my or my seven-year-old and my 14-year-old would still enjoy it. Yes. Mostly, not just because of the, the text that's in there, but like you said, the pictures. I mean, the, the, the Valley of Dry Bones, those skeletons, that was pretty cool. Um, I think part of this is that Kevin DeYoung is a very skilled, knowledgeable Bible teacher and has been a pastor. So you have you have uh, somebody who has been working for quite a many years in the Bible with people, communicating it, counseling with it, teaching it, preaching it, to bring it to this level to say, I'm going to communicate it in a way that doesn't dumb it down yeah. and doesn't water it down. It just simplifies it for the purposes of communicating to a little bit younger audience, but it doesn't simplify the big themes. The big themes are still there. It doesn't simplify the difficult ideas. They're still there. It just communicates it in a way that's a little bit crisper, a little sharper. And then and then in that, because it's a summary, it's just a little bit shorter than reading six chapters from Leviticus. Right. You know, or Ezekiel or something. Uh, you know, Isaiah it brings it down to a very accessible level. So really what I think Kevin DeYoung is doing is making it accessible to an audience that just needs it provided that way. And he crushed it. I mean, I think yeah. he just did a great, no, great job. Because it's such a wider audience. And, you know, his thesis statement's in this note to parents. I mean, it says right here, our hope and prayer is that the biggest story, Bible storybook, will get adults and children into the grand, sweeping story of Scripture. We imagine many people will read this book aloud around the dinner table with children, before bedtime with grandchildren, in a Sunday school classroom with the church's children. If you read this book to others or have others read this book to you, we encourage you to allow time for spontaneous questions, to ask good questions, talk about the pictures, and discuss not just the what of the story, but the why, the how, and the who. Did I just hear you say the thesis is? Have you been have you been in your seminary classes lately? You know, <laughs> it's amazing when you start looking at things that way. But but, but I he, mean that's the heart of what he was trying to accomplish and, here. And what you're saying is, hey, it'd be great if if you'd have a spontaneous question. But you're saying like maybe you should help a guy out and put yeah, a couple just, questions. You know, they've got the, the prayer. If there was just one or two questions of like, here's where you start. Because I, I think that's the biggest thing, and, and that's the heart of what I'm trying to get at in these last two episodes is is. Family discipleship, family worship—it's not complicated. You right. know, you, you can you can get coloring pages and all that stuff, but you don't have to. All you have to do is is do something. Do yeah, whatever do, it is. Do something. You know, open the Bible. Work it out. I heard some people agree. talking last week saying, "Well, I don't know. I, I can't really sing. How do I lead the worship part? Like, should we do YouTube videos?" It it's whatever. Who collects the offering? <laughs> if I, I started out, I was just trying to read through a magazine every night at dinner. You know, and there were some months where we only read five nights <laughs> that month, but. But you we did were trying something. something. That, so yeah. this is a great tool to just get started and to do something. Uh, the Jesus Storybook Bible is a great one. And then this biggest story, Bible Storybook, is, is a phenomenal one as well. It, we uh, we listed a lot of tools. You can find all of those on saltybeliever.com plus lots and lots of other resources. So I'd like to encourage people to head there. I think this is going to wrap up our series. Yeah. Uh, we could keep going for episode after episode after episode, but I think... I think I don't, we don't want to hit people with a fire hose. Yeah. Hopefully through this series, they've they found some good tools, some good methods to really invigorate their Bible study time, um, whether it's personally or with a family or even with a lost person. You know, these are some tools I think can help you um, share the gospel. 
Yeah. Yep. So. Well, I look forward to seeing where we're going to go next. Yeah. So who knows? So until next time, enjoy. Thank you for listening. Find more information at saltybeliever.com.